0: top of the morning to you it's dave it's a too much dip podcast how you doing i'm david 150 some people are listening to this in the morning possibly you can listen to it whenever you want it's a podcast it's kind of the beautiful thing about the platform the the audio medium it's a too much dip pod look it's monday we got a big show on our hands i'm just i'm not going to d around i'm going to introduce these guys and we can just jump right into the important stuff uh, joining me in studio, as always, it's uh, Dylan Chivaree in a non-Von Dutch hat. Definitely not a VD. Uh,
1: yeah. That's huge for you. Yeah, I think so too. Thank you. i uh, very happy to be here, man. Um, it's gonna be a good show. I feel it in my plums. Uh, I'm ready to talk about all of it, man. We got a Rodge coming up. We got the that's Southern chick with the bars, like all kinds of fun shit to talk about.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna.
1: You know, those are, we call that a teaser, a show business.
0: We did. I should. Have, I had a, a, a specific way I wanted to intro that song, and you just kind of. We well, should have told me. Yeah. You slammed its dick in the door, but no, the, the, no, it's still. It's on a T for you. Do whatever you want with it. Hey, speaking of uh, doing what I nope. want, I don't know. Here's KJ. <laughs> you were gonna
2: go D in the door. No, I was
0: not. <laughs> it's KJ Ellis. KJ, if you guys are new here, KJ lives in Madison, Wisconsin.
2: I do. Welcome to um, the coldest, rainiest place I've ever been today. Uh, The very first time since living here that I've felt like, man, this weather could be a notch better. Like, I could brag about it if it didn't suck like it does today. Um, But with that said, very, very happy to be here. Sands, uh, kids. I bragged about having uh, just solo dad week last week while the wife was on a work trip. Nice. Uh, that hit when an ice storm hit. So your boy got to go into his bilingual presentation with two kids in tow. It went about as well as you could expect. Dude, how Nobody much... got to hear my Spanish.
0: Oh, I was going to say, how much Spanish did you drop? Because <laughs> you know we got we got a Babel read coming up. Oh, you wanna, shit. If you want to oh, save yes. this story. If
1: you want to read it in Spanish, even though it's written in English, <laughs> just translate it for us, KT. That'd be fantastic. <laughs>
2: I'll let the people out there use theater of the mind. Imagine what that would sound like. But, uh, you know. I'll just lay my cards on the table. It did not, uh, did not go as I hoped it would. A lot of Sietate. I mean, sit down in Spanish. Mm-hmm.
0: Ah, very cool. We got a big show. Dylan teased it, but we got a lot going on. We're going to spend a bulk of the show on the final four episodes of Full Swing, but there's a couple things we got to do before we get into it. I think we would be doing ourselves a big disservice if we did not discuss potential songs of the summer. It's it's almost springtime. Uh, our producer Randy informed us earlier. It's it's shredding season for him. He's trying to cut a little bit. And um, no summer is complete without a song of. And I'd like to introduce one, Katie Knoll, or Katie Noel, depending on what on what. Uh, how how would somebody from the what seems to be the very deep South say Knoll? Knoll. Noel. Knoll. No. South.
2: Southeast Kentucky, and I believe she goes with Noel.
0: Okay. <clears throat> well, Randy, if without uh, further delay, if you could just give us a little bit of bars.
2: Alright, stop.
1: Stop. Smoking, drinking, fighting, riding. What else? She's I- doing a lot.
0: This is a. This is. This is what you're going to. This is you, a Texas fan. This is what you have to look forward to every week. This is you now. You have to like this, and it's not okay if you don't.
1: She's a perfect 10, but she's got the hottest <laughs> new Southern rap out there.
0: She's got hella bars. Do you think how much did the SEC pay for this song?
1: Hard to say, really.
0: They had to slide her a little bit of, of a bag, right? Or did she just drop this on her own, hoping stupid shows like ours would pick up on it?
1: Yeah, and you know, because what? it worked. It's she's she's doing numbers. Eleven point nine million views on this <clears throat> this Twitter video. That's just Twitter. Ooh, it's probably doing hella numbers on on the YouTube's.
0: She's got a, a, a massive following on the Gram. There's a big market out there for terrible music. That's something we've learned uh, doing these shows. Uh, KJ, initial thoughts. I know you're a, you're really big into SEC football.
2: whatever the like audio version of um, let me rephrase this what's the lady's name from white lotus aubrey plaza jennifer 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 what okay winner of the audio last night there you go so whatever the audio version of what her face looks like when she's concerned that's what this song sounds like to me. It sounds like Jennifer Coolidge face. Like it just makes me meltingly, depressingly sad. Wow. And part of that is of ownership of like, you hear the guitar riff in there and I'm like, oh shit, are we going to get like a POD revival? No. And then you get hit with like some rap lyrics and like, I have to own like, damn, 15 years ago, would have I, would I have said, this is kind of tight. Would I have tried to defend this like after rotating off of like a hooba stink third album that nobody should have listened to? And I don't know that my answer is completely a no. And for that, I'm both sad and upset with myself.
0: Randy, can you give us a little bit more of uh Katie's song of the summer,
1: candidate? <laughs> Stop. She's sinking bobbers, dog. You have never sunk a single bobber in your top fucking pathetic life. No, I've have,
0: I've have, no, I have. Your bobbers just sit on top of the water doing <clears throat> Dude, absolutely nothing. my shit. Be bo- my shit bobs. Nah, straight up nah. bob alert. Um, and if if you're looking for the visual at home, if you're not watching this on the YouTube, um, it's a field. This is going to shock everybody. It's a field with a bunch <laughs> of trucks, and they're just hanging out, just hanging out as their friend does her video rap video keep going i want to hear some more. this is getting me good with the from all right cat- oh shit she- and that's this is this part where i cut it off when i watched this last
1: week i can't she's going into fried chicken and catfish or something i kind of wanted to hear that last <laughs> week there's four seconds all right let's let's play just play the damn yeah, thing we got four seconds
0: I like smoked brisket. Sweet smoked brisket. I like sweet smoked brisket. Maybe a little, uh, little apple flavor pellets. Okay. She's,
1: she's in not a, in her She's trigger. not using
2: pellets. Pellet <laughs> what kind of what kind of smoker she, is she using? She's
1: taking trees down herself, and she's she's chopping that wood. <clears throat> she's
0: got an offset like you've never seen.
1: She's got an offset hooked up to a trailer, and it it does it moves
0: big time meat. Do you think she's concerned about her carbon footprint?
1: No, she's concerned that no. it might be getting
0: too small. <clears throat> You look like you have something to say, KJ. I,
2: um, <clears throat> I, I'll i say this. Okay. There is a, uh, I'm getting echo in my, my that square side, so I'm sorry if it's reverbing. Um, there's clearly a market for this. Uh, I don't know that that market is like concerned with like types of wood very much. But I'm glad that she's successful.
0: Okay. Wow. What a okay. okay.
2: I don't know how to. It's a meat. It's a meat smokers only uh, take. That's all I'm going at with it. I don't yeah. know that meat smokers uh, would be very interested in this.
1: She's okay. she's team Squerto.
2: Oh, West! According, she fancies
0: herself a West Texas gal. According
1: to the, the, the uh, still frame of this video right here,
0: she is a West Texas gal. She's probably got some some acreage out there uh, around Monaghan's <laughs> way.
2: <laughs> that, that is a shock. She uh-huh. would have definitely uh, struck me as like a V a V cut. What is that? It's is a that? type of boot. I don't even know what you're going to call it.
0: I don't even. Okay, what do you call it? KJ's on his new shit right now. Okay. Um this song's gas don't try to tell no, me it's not any significance to her dropping it in february did she drop <laughs> it in february did it catch heat in february uh, that's a great question i don't know
2: is the times were slow at the farm like
0: <laughs> no, yeah <laughs> they're waiting on <laughs> they're wait they're waiting on a rain i don't i can't make fun of our cars you know I'm, i support farmers i was a future farmer for a while I didn't know that. It kicked me out. That I kept what? growing. I was going to
2: say that we didn't know about. You
0: kept growing that sticky. Instead I kept growing of mushrooms. Okay. They're like, why are you so concerned about the cow patties? I was like, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. Turns out I got a little side hustle. Oh, Randy's got something. Uh, she dropped it February sixteenth, so this is very recent. I, oh, very. I cool. This thing took off immediately. And of course, what I was referencing was close to Valentine's Day, not Black History Month. Wow. <laughs>
2: I don't think anybody thought that. Okay. But uh, those are two significant
0: things this month.
2: Oh, I will note this. um, Like, you can't judge based purely on what someone sounds like. You can't, like, you can have an idea of what they might look like. I'm not here to point that out. I will point (laughs) out that uh, she's got what seems to be a very expensive set of tattoos. Like, her arm sleeve slash chest tat situation does not look cheaply done
0: oh so So, kudos uh, to
2: her for that and i'm genuinely talking about like her tattoos
0: you know uh
2: our producer has a a fresh tattoo
0: kj just had to issue a no h involved uh disclaimer on his take (laughs) no H though that's how you know you're you're the horniest guy is when you have to start doing disclaimers (laughs) you're just making a point that's a fine point and i don't think anybody thought you were going there (laughs)
2: <laughs> just saying don't h me up man ref i, I was talking to you've him done, in a friendly manner i don't need an h here you've done plenty just of that, that yourself
1: kj we don't you don't need to a-
2: but dylan as a professional took exactly where i was going with this and pivoted to our producer
0: yeah randy's got some fresh ink oh yeah are we allowed to talk about that kj tell the folk or uh, excuse me randall tell the folks at home I, I i got a tattoo <laughs> nice <laughs> he crushed <laughs> that <laughs> shit. he crushed that that was like that was like dan hyping up subs
1: dog when we had him on that one time
0: <laughs> uh, so oh shit randy's tattoo Hmm. anyway yeah it was a fun show we did today
1: no reads of course you are <laughs> now one of only two people in this company that is not inked up david what does that say about you? It says I.
0: I don't want to go to hell. <laughs> okay. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough, man. I, Have fun.
2: I assume Will is the other, or is Brett? It's Will. Will. Brett.
1: Brett's got one. You don't want to put a. Okay. You don't put a bumper sticker on a Ferrari,
0: right? Isn't that the? My body's a temple. Right. It's also a wonderland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, man. Look. Yeah. Uh, look out for me. Watch out down the road. Maybe we'll see. He's all oh. talk,
1: man. He's been talking about this tattoo no, for no, two no. years now.
0: No, no, no. You know what I have been talking about for the last, I don't know, little while? A good friend's over at Babel. KJ. <laughs> Go ahead, KJ.
2: Siempre digame Babel. Talk to me always about Babel. For most
0: of us, KJ, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point of our careers. Hand up. As someone who has taken both Spanish in high school and Italian in college, gotta tell you, didn't take it very seriously, didn't retain a ton of it. You'll be shocked to learn that, but now thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with your family, or you got some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. You know, like when you're putting on a presentation for your company based in Madison, Wisconsin. Mm -hmm.
2: You were prepared to present in both languages, didn't quite get to the point of delivering it, but that that information will last for some time.
0: 15-minute lessons. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go, Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. I've I've been dabbling, I've been doing a little dabble babble. I don't think that's a thing that I should say, but it rhymed and I just said it anyway. But I have been dabbling in the product because it's a great sponsor. And let me tell you, I'm getting my Italian swagger back. I'm feeling it. You're about to catch me at Olive Garden next time we go as a group, and I'm going to be ordering almost entirely in Italian. I'm going to be ordering the scampi, Dylan. One of your favorite dishes. <laughs> or the or Randy, the picata. The chicken picata. <laughs> You're so annoying. <laughs> with Babbel, Dylan, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Mm-hmm. Plus, Babel speech recognition tech helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. There are so many ways to learn with Babel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, video stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee right now. Get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash bang. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash bang. Babbel.com slash bang for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. We're Babble boys. Oh, yeah. Now what? You guys want to talk darkness retreats, full swing? Let's do full swing, and then we'll uh, we'll hit the sports party after that and knock <clears> out <throat> all the topics that are left on the tape. You know what sucks is that Babel can't help me get rid of this nagging cough that I've had for the last uh, three weeks. And I apologize. There's been frequent times where I've been holding it back, and if my voice inflection gets weird, that's why.
1: Did it go away when you were in <sighs> Vegas, or like at least get better when you were in Vegas?
0: Yeah, but... Uh, as you were aware the smoky uh, nature of the vegas casino mm. i think it did more damage and getting back into the uh, allergies it was very windy yesterday whatever this is my life please feel sorry for me if you want to venmo me money the, i'll take it
2: the holding back the cough is sometimes almost worse than just go ahead and pull in the sandy Dude. uh and, and clearing your, your throat so many your eyes will start watering
0: yeah, and I get high voice, <laughs> and I start doing like I want. Like I try to cover it up with a laugh, but it's just pathetic. Anyway, enough about me. I don't want to make this show all about me. This show's about the last four episodes of Full Swing. Episodes five through eight. Let's just do overall thoughts of the last four. We don't. We can, and then we can jump into specifics: highlights, lowlights. Of course, you have uh, the Maddie Fitzpatrick DJ episode. You got Tony Fee now. Colin Morikawa, Sahith Digala, and Mido Pereira, Is- and the Rory culmination of the FedEx Cup dub.
1: Is it not a little strange that three of the people featured in these episodes <clears throat> went on to win tournaments
0: while they were being filmed? Um, I'm a little confused by that. I think multiple people, I think they have a ton of footage. We probably got five percent, ten percent of what they actually recorded. Oh, so they and they had to
1: they they, they, <clears throat> they record they were along along the ride with numerous people. Yeah, and they happened to feature ones where they were winners. <clears throat> Not all of them, but like uh, in five to eight, Matt Fitzpatrick won the PGA Championship. Tony Finau won. I don't remember which tournament. And of course, Rory won the FedEx
0: Cup. Ten, uh, the, uh, yeah, PGA Tony PGA went back to back on him. Tony heard mm-hmm. the haters talking, and he went b to b Let's start with Tony. Let's start with Tony because I think, uh, speaking for myself here, he was the highlight. Um, Absolutely. How much did you know about Tony Fino going into this, KJ?
2: I'm ashamed to say the first thing that came to mind when I thought Tony Fino was the par 3 ankle injury. Ankle
1: dislocation. Par 3 contest. Oh, yeah. Dislocation.
2: Didn't mm-hmm. even get mentioned. Um, and... It's so dumb, because like, he was he either won the week before that or was like leading the Par three event, which nobody cares about who wins that event for the masters on what Wednesday, right? Um, but dislocated his ankle, went on to continue playing that weekend, uh, netted a top 10 or top 20. Finished top 10 or top 20, but I think he might have been one of the top three favorite favorites going into that weekend. Because it was very notable that that injury happened. I can't remember the full circumstance, but like, that's what came to mind anytime I think about Tony Finau. And nice guy. I had no idea how much I would walk away from it. Absolutely loving him as a golfer, as a person, everything else. Going into this episode, like it all cleared.
0: Yeah, this this episode was tough. I think uh, so. They they have to like force a juxtaposition dylan uh they did it with (laughs) matt fitzpatrick and dj where they have to kind of work and craft a storyline and present it that way and granted there was not really much overlap between colin and tony but colin didn't exactly get the best edits i think he came off as like i i didn't think he was unlikable but he's Compared to Tony, he's very unlikable. Eve really didn't bring much to the table during this episode, did he? I, I'm wondering if maybe like he didn't give them the kind of access that the that like Tony did, because Tony gave them more access than almost anybody, and came out looking awesome.
1: I'm trying to think of of scenes where he actually like stood out or like did anything. I mean, I, one of them comes to mind. He's <laughs> meeting with Adidas about his outfits yeah. for the upcoming tournament. And he's just like he, he comes off as kind of like. And to be fair, like if you don't like an outfit, you should be feel free to say I don't like that outfit. But he just looked like kind of a dick, right? It was, it was odd. Yeah, that whole Tony- thing
0: seemed like a beating for a, pro- a tour pro to have to go in, and they're like giving you their their new ideas for designs, and you're just like, it's fine. Yeah, I don't sh- know, man. Which you should
1: be able to say right, but he was like, this seems like it'd be more for you, like it. Isn't that what he said? Like, I, yeah. So this I is like a design for you? Not I
0: don't. For who's me. you? Who is that guy? Like, Do we? Okay. Is that guy? Is he busting balls, or it's is like, that was that awkward?
1: Yeah, maybe he was, and he just got a bad edit. But uh, yeah, he didn't look awesome. He didn't look terrible, but he didn't really bring much to the table in this one. And you put him next to Tony, who already had a reputation as being like the nice guy on tour, and this uh, didn't little to you know refute that. He seems <clears> to be like a very genuinely good person, family man. Uh, he's got hella game too.
0: Were y'all aware that? the level of talent tony has like i that's like a a pretty common trope and they they definitely drove it home that like that's the knock on him he's like top 5 most talented guys on tour but just can't put it together and i thought it was interesting and i thought it was a little overplayed how they kind of played the family angle as if that was weighing him down traveling with his family which I'm sure that's stressful. I don't. I think if I were uh, in his position or a tour pro in general with my life, I don't know if I would want to be going t- tournament to tournament with my family. Yeah. But shout out to him because he seems like a great dad. And I thought the most compelling shot of that episode was, or the scene, I guess, is back home. The garage Where door. he grew up. The garage door, the well, mattress.
1: Those dents oh. in the door, are we to believe those are from golf balls? Is that what the whole point of that was? Yeah. Okay. That was incredible. Um,
2: They should. I'm I'm sorry. I I agree. They like, if I'm him, I'm buying that garage door. Like, that sounds ridiculous. I don't know where you'd put it. Oh, that'd be dope. I assume somebody else lives there. But I I feel like that's one of those random things that you just don't want to like, just be torn down and be nothing. You know, maybe having the video of it is enough and him and his dad going back and seeing it. But like, man that was awesome to see
1: knock on the front door of that house like hey i'm foot i'm tony fina i grew up here here's 20 grand for that garage door i'll replace yours just let me have it yeah i agree that that's a a very cool story to like craft your game or like build your game up in a garage like that because you can't afford to like actually go out to a golf course that shit was awesome
0: can i tell you that there were three occasions on this episode as i'm watching it on my phone on the plane home from vegas that i i definitely teared up dude and i was like man how much of this is me just being on a plane from vegas (laughs) because i was like i had to like get kleenex out because i was like damn dude this is like
1: if i'm if i'm if i'm not gonna cap and i don't plan to don't cap uh i teared up during the, the matt fitzpatrick w i don't know why interesting yeah that's the that's the part that got me i don't can't explain it like he's like a like a nerdy little soft-spoken guy who's just like a, he's just all about the grind like i he,
0: loved his episode i loved his yeah. part of the episode dj i was just okay. extremely happy for him
1: and i and I forgot that he won that tournament until i was like re- watching him back because i almost feel like i was like learning live that he won the pga championship uh, but i was like i was just incredibly it was, happy a, it was
0: the him. open championship open
1: championship yeah, sorry
0: oh, yeah. my bad my didn't bad. mean to sports you but i did uh, <laughs> I, yeah i got i got it confused with the uh was it JT who won the PGA yeah yeah okay JT KJ what was your knowledge of, of Matty Fitz another
1: nerdy looking little white guy
0: very you I know mean, what I, not a bad call <laughs> I
2: I feel like I admitted my ignorance when we went talked last week uh, because he was in the Poulter episode right that was the Dale match play opponent he had that uh, yes knocked Ian Poulter out I believe yes and I had no idea who it was and I was almost bothered that they showed just that brief handshake they interviewed Matt. Patrick after. And I was like, okay, well, you've got this guy who, to me, again, just a name. And they didn't get any positive shots. So I knew nothing, absolutely nothing. And maybe we talked about it last year, did not stick with me. Could not have liked his portion of the episode or him. Or like I re- I fully respect the grind. Love everything about the fact that they're like, hey, he's not a big guy. He works his butt off. He worked on his length. He got better.
0: We've all been working but, on our length.
2: Like, <laughs> I I'm, you know, I focus on the grind more than that. But I, I think that it's important to understand, like, completely contrasted with Tony Feenow, They're like, yeah, my dad was a corporate banker, and my mom was in insurance, and they instilled in me that hard work is important. And here are all of the books from all of the country clubs and events that I've played in since I was six years old where I was able to measure everything comfortably and pay attention to my game methodically. Now he put in the work. There's no question about that. But then you contrast that with Tony Fina who couldn't have felt to go to the range, but like once a week doesn't mean that he's, you know, that I have to hate him for it. But like watching that, even before I got to Tony Fina, I was like, all right, man, you're just a guy who really, really, really works his butt off. So if I'm to believe that Brooks Kepka was just a guy who really, really worked his butt off, You're small, and like, eh, I get it. I did appreciate the whole he has not won on this tour angle. Yeah. I didn't love that, like, the guy that I was annoyed by last week, like, I I I commented how much I didn't like all of the writers being, like, the full narrative of this show. And then we get Fitzpatrick, and, oh, one of the writers we've been hearing from for the first four episodes is his best friend.
0: (laughs) You didn't like the uh, journalistic, lack of journalistic integrity on their friendship. I didn't, I didn't see people chirping about that, but I fully expected people to be mad about that, that he was, a, oh, he's a journalist. He can't be pulling. He cannot pull for his friend.
2: I, I, I loved the parts where he was like emotionally like rooting for him the day of. That was tremendous. I loved those shots, but I didn't care for him showing up with his laptop. Sorry, I got to hit send on this real quick. <laughs> Fire this off. Like, I don't care for that part.
0: Uh, did you remember that Matt, Okay, we knew like illustrious amateur career, but did you know that he would hit us with the Sketchers in the major tournament? He catches that dub in <laughs> some Sketchies. What do you think about that? I forgot. I forgot about that, and I was like, "Oh, dude, he's a Sketchers guy." <laughs> and I think somebody in the crowd called him out for it. Really? <laughs> I, I think they on one of the tee boxes. I I swear to God, dude, they got some pretty timely and like uh vicious. uh crowd noise oh stuff. yeah they meet episode where that guy's like biggest shot of your life and yeah uh,
1: yeah by the way that nine iron that fitzpatrick hit out of the bunker on 18 was mm. fucking sick that was so dirty i don't remember that shot at all unbelievable yeah, that was sick but yeah they, they they got they aired a lot of shots from the crowd that were pretty uh below the belt seemed like
0: the entire uh the entire intro for matt fitzpatrick was just like hey if you thought this guy was like an alpha, he's not, not yeah. at all. Actually the guys really into the numbers. I love that about him that he know he probably remembers every shot he's ever hit. Yeah. That's, that's cool. That golf brain, it's not something I can relate to obviously, but, uh, I love that there's guys like that out there and they're winning and he's, and that's kind of similar to Bryson, but he's way less annoying than Bryson.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Way less, way
2: annoying less
0: annoying. And, uh, you know, DJ's in this episode, too. I don't know if anything stuck out. So I was thought Paulina, that was, I didn't.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I didn't hate DJ. He wasn't Ish. memorable. But, like, I think that everything they showed of him, like, I don't know that I knew his backstory as much as, like, I was familiar with his last five years. So I was happy that they went back to showing, like, hey, he won early, and I knew how, like, you know, that he was number one in the world for quite a bit of time. And like, I knew more about like his overall career than I knew about the start and how early on he won. So I was happy with that. I would contrast the decision to wear Skechers with the questionable decision to play basketball in a tube top, both unnecessary decisions. At least one person was getting paid for it. Paulina playing basketball in a strapless shirt was completely unnecessary.
0: (laughs) You just weren't a fan of that?
2: It made no sense. <laughs> you don't it think that's like, a thing okay. that happens
0: organically? Like that's not just what's going down at home when they're hanging out without the cameras.
2: That was their Thursday afternoon shoot around. <laughs> come uh, on.
0: No, I I think uh, all in all, like DJ, I, I don't know if he got bad edits. I, I it, he didn't come off like every that, that he was D, the DJ that you think it, you think he's going to be, and it's like a guy who doesn't say much and i think the most interesting thing he said was like you're you're an idiot basically if you don't take the money from live he's like i'm getting paid more to do to play less which yeah that's his boilerplate that's okay when you look at it that way if that's what drives that kind you, of
1: pissed me off honestly
0: oh shit here we go sound Just off
1: to say like yeah you like if you he was, he was comparing it to like a regular like you know, corporate job. He's like, look, if if a company comes to you and it's like, here, you can work less and make more money. Would you take it? Obviously, but that's there's so much there's so much more at play here that you're just completely glossing over. Like, uh, I don't know, the money comes from Saudi Arabia.
0: Okay, what's wrong with that? Uh,
1: it's blood money, Dave. What's Human Rights Records, nine eleven. Oh, all this shit. Famously, you
0: it's it's not it's Infamously. not that
1: simple, man. It's just not, yeah. don't, don't, don't brush the other stuff under the rug just because it's, it's not all about money. Um, yeah, that, that irritated me quite a bit. Fair,
0: fair. Um, I don't really have much else on that. Um, or at least can on,
2: I, uh, on DJ add to the more section real quick,
0: please do. Cause I've got something else on it too.
2: Okay. Cause I will say like, I, I liked him overall. I think the Adidas edit was bad because you got to imagine he said that he liked something in that session. Like he probably liked one shirt. He did actually, he did like the pants and they contrasted with what he didn't like. I was going to say if they walked away and like only showed what he didn't like, that was a little strange. Um, They showed his fiance, but I don't think she had any interview parts kept in the show, which we heard from Paulina. We heard from, Uh, Tony's wife, we heard from...
0: Joel Damon's.
2: uh, uh, Jenna Sims, from who?
0: Joel Damon's wife. Oh, Joel
2: Damon, yes. And the same from Ian Poulter. So I imagine either she got interviewed or she just didn't want to be a part of it. I think that would have been helpful. I also don't know, like... I think it's accurate to a degree to tie Morikawa and Tony Finau back to Tiger Woods. Like, I think that's important. But I felt like they, like, spent the first five minutes of this episode being like, these are extensions of Tiger Woods.
0: I think it's, and then like you get, to get the Tony female
2: story to be like, yeah, like, and then you get the Tony, the the Tony and Tiger story of like when Tiger was winning at the masters, like he barely was like, yeah, sure. What, like there's no direct connection that they could have talked about there. So influence. Yes. But you could say that about every single golfer in the show, if you're being faithful about it.
0: For sure. Uh, and, and yeah, I mean, they obviously did not get Tiger access, so, like, they know the casual is going to want to see some Tiger stuff, and, you know, that's significant. I thought I thought it was cool uh, to round out the Rory episode, um, that the first text he gets when he wins a tournament is from Tiger. I think that's cool. Yeah. And they're buddies. Yeah. Um, my only other thing on on the Tony episode, uh, shout out to my man Scott Piercy for catching that stray. He's just sitting at home. He's like, man, I hope nobody oh remembers that uh, I had a colossal meltdown at
2: the 3M.
0: And uh, that's the second the, the second tournament Tony won, I think, right back to back. The first, no, he no, did was, was uh, the first? 3M then
2: Rocket Mortgage. Okay,
0: and he just had a colossal meltdown, and like they didn't talk to him at all. Which he's Scott Piercy, he's you know not a a very known quantity on tour, but. I was just like, damn, I hope he's (laughs) not sitting at home like, oh, let's check it out. i like, let's see what happens. Oh, no. (laughs) There it is. That's in the water. Not good at all.
2: I'd also like to add real quick that they talked about the narrative of his family being a distraction. I get it. They beat it over the head so many times. His family's on tour. They even asked Colin Morikawa about it because you know that Murakawa didn't ask, like didn't bring that up. Like, he didn't talk about Tony's family traveling with him. They asked him about that, just like they asked uh, uh, Kepka about Scotty Scheffler. They, like, that wasn't, like, out of the blue. So, a lot of that seemed like driven narrative, appropriately so, but it seemed almost more like everybody else giving their opinion of what wouldn't work for them, and Tony kind of acknowledged that later. But for him to not only win back-to-back with family for one of the two, I think, and then doing that with the Netflix crew in tow on top of having family there, because that next Netflix crew, I don't know if you saw the shots. I think uh, Matt Fitzpatrick, after his win, they're, like, going into one of the locker rooms. Um, Or maybe it's Colin Morikawa when he's going to bitch about his gloves. Um, You see that there's four (laughs) cameramen, like, following these people with gigantic camera rigs. Like, it is not a low-key like a shooting crew at all. It's It's not not Randy uh, with a phone (laughs) or hard knocks where they set up cameras in certain spots because it's contained area. Like they're a big ass distraction inside the houses and everything. And like Tony performed with them in tow. So like he needs credit, not only for doing that with family, there, six kids, but with Netflix in his freaking hotel room and at his house and on the road with them, like, you know, that need that should have been put to bed
0: bums me out that uh, mito mito is now on uh, he's a live guy now along with his buddy joaquin neiman um because he's i mean the guy was one hole away from winning a major in his rookie year right uh, that was in tulsa it wasn't tulsa famously <laughs> but uh th- that was brutal to watch that again he handled it very well but did you notice when he was walking like after you know he's out of it he didn't he missed the playoff and as he's walking to the tunnel, somebody is like yelling, like little kid's yelling for his glove, and he takes his glove off and then just and just trashes it. Yeah. I'm wondering if yeah. he heard – I wonder if that's a little unfair because it looked like he was taking it off to give it, and then it's like he had second thoughts. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to throw it away. I'm going to rip it up and throw it away.
1: Yeah, but when you're walking off a course like that, no, under any circumstance, you're probably going to get like someone asking you for something, H- yeah. hand out, or throw me your glove, or whatever it might, or autograph, whatever it might be. So – a moment of frustration you don't i wouldn't put too much into it but um i enjoy that episode a lot i like liked that they focus on um, a rookie who he, he was with yeah two rookies tagala
0: too yeah so he th- at tagala
2: who's notably from orange county seems like a cool
0: dude is he an orange county guy
2: i don't know that he's the same person that uh my uh what would you call it? integrity was questioned while we were in montana
0: uh yes. Um, <laughs> I, I wasn't gonna bring this up, but go ahead.
2: I believe it was the gala. Um, but ESPN when they do their leaderboards, oftentimes they will have the little flag emblem of uh the golfers home country. Again, yes. The is from the US. However, he is Indian American. I am <clears throat> like 999.99% sure that at one time they had shown uh the Indian flag next to his name, regardless. I'd made comment about him being Indian, an Indian golfer, or from India, I believe. Good friend of the show, Jake Kemp, questioned,
0: yeah, "What kind would of, make you
2: think of that?" We piled, and on I believe, you. I believe David was there too to comment on, like, no, he's like from LA or something, which oh, he is.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> but about, that the first so article great.
2: you find, they call him, they label him, they label him. You know, they note that he is Indian American. I was very grateful to like find out he was not like Sri Lankan, and I was just completely. Completely irresponsible.
0: Um, Anyways,
2: f- back I- to the show.
0: I forgot how uh, his shot, how he's about to win the waste management. And he hits a sick, a great drive. and just gets a little bit of a bad bounce and loses the tournament. That was sad. That was one of the most sad parts of the entire series was watching him. Like, I forgot he just cried his way through his press conference. And it was, it was very good footage. It was very raw. His interactions with his pops was cool. Um, but, man, good year for those guys. I thought that was a decent episode. Favorite episode five through eight? Um uh, maybe maybe the Joel Damon? Five through eight. Oh, five through eight. I'm sorry. Uh damn, that's tough. I'm
2: gonna
0: Favorite go... favorite overall episode uh was the Matt Fitzpatrick one. Okay. I thought
1: Tony had the best storyline. Uh for me it's probably Rory. Um, I've always liked Rory and he's kind of taken on the role of being like the number one ambassador for the PGA tour. It's like him and, and Justin Thomas are kind of up there. He's up there too, but Rory has really done a great job. Um, and I, I, I like him. I already liked him a lot. I like him even more after this. I, I love that he goes to bat for the PGA tour and says what he wants to say. And I agree with pretty much everything he has to say. Um, and then to watch him win the FedEx Cup like that was obviously I, cool to see. Too, I, I appreciated
0: him uh, lamenting the fact that it got a little personal with Liv because I, I think, uh, you know, I think we all kind of skew pro uh, team tour here, but you know, there were times when when Rory was just kind of out there and it did seem like he was not he was he was kind of going at some dudes, maybe some personal beefs. But um, overall, I thought the Rory one was good. The FedEx Cup. I like wonder if the FedEx Cup would be something like way more important. And I know they have to have a sponsor on it, but like if it wasn't called the FedEx Cup, if it was called like uh, I don't know, the Johnson Cup or the Two Girls One Cup. <laughs> or the like, PGA Cup. Right. How about that? Something just generic. Yeah. I
2: think <laughs> Isn't it the players' champion or no players' championships different? So yeah. Uh, they do need more of a generic name. Golf does well with generic names. Cause
0: it, and it and KJ uh they they did a decent job of kind of explaining how it works. Did that help you at all? Because, I mean.
2: No, I, I I was so bitter about hating it that, like, whatever the opposite of rose-colored glasses was, like, I was just watching, like, yeah, whatever, get this shit out of here. Like, I appreciated that they acknowledged that it was confusing as hell. Like, I think they realized somebody need to explain needed to explain, like, hey, what is all this building towards? Because all through this season, they've shown, like, you win this tournament, here's your purse. We've established if you don't make the cut, you don't get any money. Uh, we've established a live-has-guaranteed money. And now we've got, they also mentioned the social media money, which Tony Finau won like $5 million of uh, last year or the year before. So, shouts to him. Um, Go
0: buy the garage door, Tony.
2: Yeah, he, I, I had to look up his career earnings, which he's like at $50 million just from... Uh, tour winning. So. He, could, he could
0: also. Uh, all right. He could do the T Boone Pickens, where he gets his child at home and just moves it onto his property as it moves. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right.
2: <laughs> that that's, that seems like I don't know, like such a psychologist. Some a therapist somewhere would have like a field day with that. Anyways, um, the Rory episode. I have to admit that all of my bias against Rory. I really love that he acknowledged that he made it personal. I don't think that if it was a Rory and Patrick Reed episode, like, I don't think I would have come out of it, like liking Patrick Reed anymore. And I'm not going to say that I hated Rory anymore afterwards, but I just kept watching it with the same kind of annoyance from last year of like, why does he feel like he has to be the one to do all of this? When I get the whole Nicholas letter and all of this stuff and he's taking it personal. And I think what Arnold Palmer and Nicholas wrote him letters after his first win. A lot of that to me is like, I don't know. It's like. Not genuine story could have been, I don't know. Like he won early in his career and we've seen multiple players who've been lauded as young golfers went early in their career and they were not selected to be the next Rory McIlroy, who was like selected by Nike to be the next tiger. And I'm like, okay, why didn't anybody write a letter to Jordan Spieth early on? I mean, we got that in the media that Jordan was the next tiger for years and years and years. I get it. Uh, and I get why you don't want t- Jordan Spieth to be your ambassador, but I just was so exhausted last year of how much it was like Rory versus live when he's not, you know, nobody voted him team captain. And uh, last I checked, Northern Ireland didn't uh, have anything to do with nine eleven. So, <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> there's a lot more to it than just that. Out there, so.
2: <laughs> I know. I'm just, I'm joking. I know it's <laughs> way more golf related. But like, I, f- I'm, I'm, I would like a uh, somebody to bring a nationalistic approach into <laughs> it, and it ain't Roy.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. No, I think Rory Rory realizes like outside of Tiger, like he's he's the guy who can Tiger Tiger was outspoken too. They didn't give you too much of his stuff, his, you know, pro PGA, anti live stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, the three of them are like the three figureheads. And you and they I don't know, they get the tour was on its heels, man. They felt pretty threatened and they were they had to send out their big dogs, their big guns, and they did.
2: We, we haven't even mentioned Cam Smith. Um, I forgot earlier the Colin Morikawa and Rory shots, the back-to-back shots, uh, that <clears throat> footage was tremendous, just as great as it was seeing it live. But the Cam Smith discussion throughout all of this with the Open, I thought that was also, like, realizing at the end of it, like, oh, now Cam Smith's heading to uh, live. Like, they did a really good job with, like, highlighting, like, this is not just... Oh, some players that are past their prime or late in their career, they landed on realizing like the number three in the world who just won the hundred fiftieth Open is now going to live. Like they nailed it, I think, with that.
0: I may have misspoke earlier. I think I think when I uh, corrected Dylan, I might have said the U.S. Open, and it was actually the Open Championship. You said or Open might, Championship. It might have been the other way. Were you talking about Cam? No, I was talking about Fitzpatrick. Oh, yeah. Matty Fitz, of course, won the U.S. Open. So I apologize for my error. Oh, we were both wrong then because I said the PGA championship. Just a couple dummies.
2: Yeah. Um, One's DHL, one isn't.
0: (laughs) Do you think uh, Cam handled his press conference well when the first question he was asked was (laughs) about Liv? So bad.
2: He answered it the way he should have answered it, but I loved the response. I'm just trying, I just won the Open championship, and I think the response was. I appreciate that, but the question still stands. I thought that was a tremendous non-dickish way to like. I get it, man, but this is my question.
0: I just hate the. I hated it when the dudes were like, uh, "You know, that's something my team's going to worry about." You know that, I mean? that was
2: Cam Smith. Oh story.
0: yeah, dude. Yeah, man. I guess I'm sure you have no say in that yeah. whatsoever. That's like You get that a lot with boxing, and it like you know, it's like, hey, why, uh, hey, Bud Crawford, why haven't you fought Errol Smith yet? <laughs> my um, team, you know, that's my team. You know, it's my promoter's decision. Ball. It's like, dude. I'm sure like, you. Have nobody wants set. to hear
1: that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, didn- I
0: didn't like that response
1: from Cam at all.
0: Overall, thumbs up. I don't think this is. I think I would have watched it if even if we didn't do a podcast on it. I don't think I would be like rushing out to tell people like, dude, you have to watch this. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited for season two. I think they'll improve upon some things. But overall, what did y'all think? Final thoughts.
1: Uh, I enjoyed it. If if they were going for a drive to survive level of uh, notoriety and uh, you know advocacy for the game, that they probably fell short by quite a bit. But I I still enjoyed it. I like I like to get behind the scenes look at some guys that you know you don't really know too well, sure, Fitzpatrick types. Yeah.
2: So yeah, I enjoyed it. Overall, liked it. I would say my expectations were exceeded. Disappointed only in the sense of like, you had by far the best year of golf storylines to put together a show with, and this was good, but like, I don't know what more I could have wanted. I just was disappointed with all of the narratives being driven by four golf writers or three golf writers, including Amanda Renner and um, David Foley.
0: Sean, I think Foley. his name
2: is Sean Foley, um, by the four of them kind of like carrying the narrative through all of the episodes, give me more caddies, give me golfers who aren't even the featured golfers. Like we got Ricky Fowler in the first episode doing interviews, never even focused on Ricky Fowler. And I thought that was good context. Get more random people to give you feedback on like people that are in the room
0: yeah that's a good point point. and you had an entire episode like about justin thomas and his caddy's bones his caddy was on phil's bag forever and like bones is an interesting guy will
2: talk <laughs> and he and will they, talk we really didn't get anything
0: <laughs> that's that's interesting i wonder what the what the story with that is but i think i think season two is gonna be more for the golf nerd i think they're gonna build on it and be like okay we got season one we're going to carry it over. We're going to get a little bit more into the weeds on like, oh, um, Brooks Kepka's not playing good. Why? What's, what is he lacking? Is he? You know, he's just not scoring well, but why? What's going on? Like yeah. outside of him just being frustrated at his house.
2: Can I add one more quick note? Uh, so I was reading a recap um, after the Rory episode. They didn't have Rory signed on until the event in Atlanta. So there was footage that they had regarding like his performance at the open. Like, that they kind of had as B-roll footage. It's so like, it wasn't the most compelling stuff like they had with some of the other uh, golfers that they were focusing on each episode. And I think that plays in, like, Dylan's question earlier about, like, how tremendous was it that they got Tony Finau when he won, that they got, um, um, who else am I thinking who won when they were following? Um, Fitzpatrick.
0: Fitzpatrick.
2: Fitzpatrick. Uh, they, were fo- and they were focusing on, and Rory uh, winning at the end, And I think some of it was luck. Like there's a lot of B-roll footage, but they did not have agreements from every single player until, you know, throughout the season. And I, I wonder how much of the live situation drove more players to say, you know what? Maybe I would have been like out on this initially, but like as the live situation came up, like now this is a chance to control some of that narrative. I wonder if that's what drove Rory in and probably like what drove like Bryson out of it. Like with how his season ended up unfolding, of him being like, "Yeah, I have no interest in talking," because obviously we got no Bryson.
0: Yeah, I hope I hope we can get something from Bryson next year because, like, we didn't even talk about it, but he's like kind of backed off on the uh, on the bulking. So I and I do find that I found it interesting when he was doing it, and now I just am always curious, like, what people are doing for like, you know, to stay in shape or to or to do, you know things like that, longevity, swing speed, all that, but. Even Overall. if it doesn't
2: work, I, I, I want to see them overthinking it, and I want to see yes. them in the lab. I
0: agree. 100%. Okay. Well, good stuff. Great stuff. We put a bow on it, guys. That's what we just did there. Fun show. So I got an email this morning. You know, It's from my good friends at Rocket Money. Oh, yeah. They give me emails, mm-hmm. and they let me know, here's how you spent money last week. And as someone who was in Vegas for a good portion of last week, got a little worried. Turns out I spent less. And it was good good to know. It was a good email, but it's just good that they're they're keeping me aware. Rocket Money, they're going to help you with subscriptions too. Do you know how much your subscriptions cost? Most Americans think they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions when the total is actually closer to $200. Mm-hmm. If you don't know how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. The average person has around 12 paid subscriptions. Think about that. How many yeah. you got? You probably have like 30.
1: Uh, I don't know if I have 30, but so many people have more than they – realize they have and a few of them are like not even being used anymore maybe, hand up maybe you signed up for a free trial and forgot to cancel or you just i don't know there are so many streaming services now for example and people like use it for like a couple months and stopped and they've been paying for them ever since so frustrating can i
2: make a uh, quick confession please before using rocket money i'd signed up for two <coughs> different streaming services for the same product two music streaming services all because I wanted an end of the year like promotion that they were doing. Fast forward six months, I'm still paying for the same exact product in mm. two places until Rocket Money showed me that I was just burning money.
0: Rocket Money, formerly known as True Bill, it's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. It's, it's, phenomenal I, I was like a little bit like oh man i don't know if i want to be getting emails about how much you know i'm paying like spending month to month but i've loved it it's been very helpful it helps me you know stay focused on on uh, securing my financial future you know absolutely rocket money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones you don't want stop throwing your money away cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoneycom slash bang That's rocketmoney.com slash bang. Can't recommend it enough. Where do we go from here?
2: Where are we at? I think we, let's just do sports party. You want to get the other story in the can, but I definitely want to dig more into the Baylor uh, comparison, which I'm not prepared to do today. Um, But I've got all the deets on uh, what's going on in Alabama, what's happened in New Mexico. uh, And I I want to tie baylor into that and do one big story
0: do you have any uh any takes on uh i don't know maybe a pat down entrance uh (laughs) that went down on saturday apparently that's something he Uh, does every game but maybe you table it
2: is that is that true that's some part of the story too yeah
1: is that true that he does that every game like Uh, do we have evidence okay uh, I don't give a shit, dude. You just can't. You can't fucking do that in this in this instance. Somebody like literally was killed, was shot and killed.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm. Ex- look, I, I, ooh, I shouldn't say I'm excited to get into the story, but uh as someone who's just followed it from thirty thousand feet, like I, it, there's a lot going on, and I think we'll. You want to do that next week?
2: Let's do it next week. We'll do it next week. Um, yeah, I, I I've got to admit. Like not even to be the results will shock you guy, but until I sat down and read like the detailed explanation as to like why is this person still playing? Why is this a conversation? It certainly may have begun to change my perception of uh, I don't know, maybe things that occur in Waco or other schools where like the knee jerk reaction is like, no, get this person out of here immediately. So yeah, more on that next week.
0: Let's party. This is the part of the show where we talk sports and party at the same time. Aaron's out. Aaron Rodgers is out of the darkness, the darkness retreat. His four-day you merely adopted retreat. the darkness, David. He literally did adopt it. born in it. You weren't born in it. You were probably born in a hospital. Yeah, it's true. They had the lights on. The lights thing. were on. Yeah. They have generators, even if the power goes That's out. That's true.
1: Have we heard from him since he emerged?
0: Uh, I'm sure he'll be doing uh, McAfee. Ask Pat. Yeah, it's a McAfee <laughs> play. 100% doing McAfee this week. What was it like in there, man?
1: It's going to be an insufferable. <sighs> <then.
2: clears throat> he has not made an announcement or a decision or anything of that sort. Um, quick breaking news. Carson Wentz has been released by the Commanders after one season. Um, not to not to pivot off the Aaron Rodgers story, but I, got, I was just thanks, checking baby. to make sure we had no updates.
0: oh so a little backup quarterback controversy in Dallas. He stinks, baby. He does. <laughs> he does. And I, I I would feel really, I feel bad for him. I would feel really, really bad for him if he hadn't got the bag. But he did get the bag. He's fine. He's yeah, he's fine. He's just fine. He's eating, he's eating dinner at Carve, according me, to Brett. Give me Cooper Rush Carve. all day. Carve. <laughs> uh, looks like somebody's in on the XFL. It's not me. Must all be KJ. All the way. Dude. All the way. I'm having fun with it. Not that I'm watching it, but I'm I'm following the highlights and and the in the social stuff.
1: I can't get in on it for the same reason I can't get into MLS because it's not the top. It's not the cream of the crop talent wise. I just I it doesn't excite me enough.
2: Wow. What
1: Viva do you like Verde,
2: about it? Uh, which means green uh, and <laughs> Spanish? Verde guy, shouts but, to Babel.
1: <laughs> I'm a Verde guy because they're an Austin awesome team, not because they're an uh, MLS team.
0: What are you Vida's liking about calling. the XFL, KJ? KJ?
2: Um, I'm going to admit that I don't love some of the difficulties they've had having like productive offenses on the field, but I found myself like watching three and a half quarters of football on the last Thursday night. I can be like, my attention can be bought for a Tuesday through Thursday, like window of sports at this part of the year, the weekend slots I'm not as in on, but Thursday night football. A little nine o'clock action if I'm not, you know, out with the boys, which is just happening so much here in Madison.
0: Uh, yeah, with the alpha, my
2: time is available. Yeah, my time is available.
0: <laughs> so,
2: I'm, I'm all the way in on having live sports that uh, aren't tied to regional sports network headaches, uh, like some of the other leagues.
0: Fair. Um, and I think if they could start getting, if you can start seeing guys who make their name in the XFL. Or like revive their careers and go to the NFL and have success, I uh, would be much more likely to watch it. It's cool. It was. I'll be honest. I'm root for for J, for uh, I almost said Jay Dinucci, Ben Denucci. Jay Dinucci, DiNucci. Our, our famous, famously our old CFO at Grand X. former Cowboys legend. <laughs> yes, he's balling. Him and Josh Gordon. I always pull for Josh Gordon. Former Baylor great, uh, kicked off the team for weed. by Our Briles, interesting.
1: <laughs> and yeah, he, it was, uh, and he, he, he hasn't put down the, the pipe since.
0: <laughs> no, he's still smoking. Good for him. <laughs> oh, it's looked at differently now. Okay.
2: Yeah, that's why he's in Washington. It's legal there in Seattle. Ooh, uh, yeah, oh, it was uh, Ben DiNucci versus A.J. McCarron. Um, and then former Miami quarterback Eric King is another uh, starting quarterback. Um, there's some names. I'm not even there, in there for notoriety as much as I am. Like It's somewhat competent football. At a time at which I'd be like watching Shark Tank. So I'm in on it.
0: Also going to gonna go ahead and get out in front of it. There's going to be times, and maybe we just did it, where we confuse XFL stuff that happened with like USFL and whatever. You know, the other. So apologies if that just happened.
1: Live Golf made their national television debut over the weekend, Dave.
0: Oh, was it, okay. What channel? Take a guess. ESPN. Close. Uh, NBC. Nope. The Golf Channel. The CW. CW. That's right.
1: Uh, if you missed it, you weren't alone because almost everyone did miss it. It recorded an overnight rating of 0.2. And I didn't really know what those numbers meant until I looked it up. It basically means that 0.2% of people in this country tuned in to watch Live Golf over the weekend. Compared to uh, the Honda Classic, that got a 2.4 and you're thinking oh well, it was probably on like a major channel it was it was on a major channel but but David it was the Honda Classic a very watered down field it was that not featured, a good leader like board. headliners were like Shane Lowry and like Zige no offense um That's and okay. no one else showed up because it's kind of like sandwich in between like bigger tournaments that the you know the big dogs go to a shit tournament that recorded uh, a 2.4 compared to lives 0.2 and I'm very happy about it
0: yeah, we'll give it some time. Um,
2: no, don't want to.
0: We'll give it some time. See how it don't goes. Want to. Could come back. Could come back strong. I,
2: I, I don't know if they were also collecting numbers from viewers on the app because uh, you know some of us were watching on the uh, Live Plus app. It's all blurry. You can't see it. Um, but, you know, whatever. I get it. Wow. Uh,
0: I think it includes app numbers. This too. guy was dialed. <laughs>
2: I was there for the Crushers' first win of the season. Dude, shout out to the um, Crushers.
1: The Crushers. By the way, uh, the guy who won the live, I don't know the name of the live tournament. Uh, Charles Howell III, I think, was the winner. CH3. $4 million for first.
0: That's a lot. Chris Kirk won. Sounds like a
1: good business decision. Chris Clark won. Sorry, Chris Kirk. Kirk won the yeah. Classics, by the way
0: one of the only people to successfully go from the NFL to the PGA Tour and win a tournament
2: <laughs> he left the Jaguars after two years he did um okay. Mayakoba is where this tournament. that's was. right Mayakoba
0: hey happy combine and happy John Jones fight week big week here Combine's it's fun man oh I'm excited I'll be I'll be you know catching it on the social I don't know if I'll sit home and tune in on, on it but as somebody who's going to have to do a combine here in the next couple of months, I, I will have my eye on it, see if there's anything I can I can pick up, any tips from the from the fellows. Let's
1: go, Bijan.
0: Let's go, Bijan.
1: Run a four, run a four five, run a four. See,
2: five. I'm re- I'm regretting not thinking about who was all uh, with you in Vegas. As a uh, good dude, Michael was there. As he was, would be one of the few people that could be reached and vouch for my athletic prowess. I could have asked him to give you a first uh uh Bud because, lights uh, ultimate what tailgater michael
1: what are you talking about
2: uh, with with david over the weekend oh, okay. firsthand testament uh to you know what my capabilities might be in a combine setting so that's unfortunate oversight on my part um over under set at 0.5 of d's we see during the combine <sighs> this week
0: Ooh, i think we this will be a completely dickless combine we might see some dick prints but i don't think we're going to see any straight up dong think meat's gonna fall
1: out somewhere it's happened before th-
2: it has happened before no meat uh over under at point five of reports of teams asking inappropriate questions regarding uh play- individuals uh uh sexual preferences
0: hey I heard your heard your mother was a prostitute what's that like <laughs> yeah what was that like that's a thing up that's a that. thing that happened that is a thing that happened yeah two yeah. deaths yeah. they 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 take it a little far, yeah
2: uh john jones is back sir Uh, over under on any lines being done
0: uh you know hopefully hopefully he did (laughs) because he he tends to uh, fight very well when he's spiraling um but no look i think john jones wins by submission he's gonna take this fight to the ground gonna be fun though it's his first fight at heavyweight he looks fucking stacked so it's gonna be interesting and that my friends
1: concludes the sports party the same very terrible quick late edition elon tweet has been at the top of my feet every time i've gotten on twitter today and i I, i'm so sick of him forcing his trash
0: tweets down our throats all the time i'm sorry hashtag blocked a lot of people around the office say that about you (sighs) (sighs) guys a
2: total twerp unnecessary
0: kj talk paul fury uh hyphen
2: the fact that I'm at a point in my life where my older brother is sending me uh, stream links to watch uh, <laughs> fights like this in the middle of a Sunday. And I'm like, please don't. He's like, no, no, no. You need to watch this. And I checked it out. Uh, I was excited to see that Logan Paul, correct? Uh, this was Jake Paul. Oh, Jake Paul. I'm sorry. Logan Paul's more than competent wrestler in WWE. Uh, Jake Paul was getting pieced up, out punched, out landed, fought his way back into it. Some uh, real bad reports of a script where he was supposed to win by knockout in the eighth. Uh, but yeah, by split decision, he was uh, handed his first loss by uh, Tyson Fury. So I don't know if Tyson Fury does any of the singing, but shouts to Will.
1: Tyson's his brother.
2: <clears throat> this was Tom- I'm sorry. This was Tommy. Tommy Fury. Was,
0: if this was Tyson Fury, <laughs> this fight would have been over in the first round, probably yeah. in the first minute. Yes, it would have been very <clears throat> ugly. Yeah, I, I have to admit, I didn't watch any of it. Uh, I know one person who streamed it. It's KJ, and one person <laughs> who actually po- purchased it. Uh, Will and Sally. Yeah, Sally, a, a I big Tommy they would fan. I might have, I might have tuned in if it weren't running against the uh, Mavs colossal meltdown. But mm. uh, yeah, man, we're not even talking about that. Look, Tommy Fury is not a good boxer. He's he could certainly whip most people's asses, but like as far as like pedigree, he's not his brother, not anywhere near it. Uh, but Jake Paul is a knockout guy who he could knock out a, an old MMA fighter and, uh, you know, a guy who's been hit, you know, in the face a hundred times like hard and been possibly knocked out many times in the past. Uh, Tommy Fury, from what I've been told, looked looked look, look, to, look competent and yeah, respectful, looked respectable, which, you know, shout out to him. There was going to be at least one rematch, probably three, probably a trilogy thing, but this is. This is Tommy Fury's biggest payday, right? By,
1: probably by a wide margin. Yes. Against it looked a like YouTuber. a boxing match.
2: I'll say that. <clears throat> like, It didn't look like fight night. Uh, even fight night amped up between like people who look like fighters. It looked like a boxing match, and that's testament to both. Anyways, that's all I got.
0: Let's run it back. Let's
1: run it back, of course, the segment during which we talk about what we already talked about uh kj was so close to translating the Babel read into spanish for our listeners today missed opportunity dave has never sunk a bobber in his life okay we have three dave ones in a row here you ready (laughs) dave is never gonna get inked like randy brett or me because he's too soft doesn't
0: want to go to hell dave continues to work on his length i said we all did you're saying you don't stretch
1: and finally, KJ wants the PGA Tour ambassador to be someone not from Northern <laughs> Ireland, a country famously not attacked during 9/11,
0: <laughs> and not involved in attacking on 9/11. That's not true. They did not do a 9/11 to our right. knowledge.
1: He wants it to be someone who is uh, from this country, the country that was attacked.
2: I kind of, re- I kind of regret that one. <laughs> <laughs> and that concludes reading it a back.
0: <laughs> You're a fun one, guys. Very cool. Did you have fun, Dave? I had a lot of fun. That's good. <sighs> See you next week. All right. Goodbye. goodbye. Bye-bye. I want my
2: chips with a dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with a dip. I'll bring them dips.